Welcome back, everyone, to the Motive Podcast. If this is your first time, then welcome. So this is season two. Uh, we didn't start exactly at the first of January, but this is season two. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Shaden Bertnoli. I'm a licensed therapist, and our, the focus of our podcast here is to. Uh, help you solve life's hardest problems. As we know, life has many, uh, but we want to give you solutions to to also learn how to like the way you feel. So I'm sitting here by myself, and this is the first time, and, and it's a bit of an announcement, but Bree is, has uh, stepped away, and it's all good. You know, it's been an, a good experience for both of us, and and uh, but she's doing something else. It's going to take her time that she would be using here, and so I love you, Bree, and I miss you. And this is not easy without you. And we'll we'll see how this even goes without you. Uh, just talking to myself uh, with myself over and over again. We'll see if everyone just wants to turn it off. We'll see. So I want to put you through an experience that uh, I've been putting and and I guess using with a lot of my my clients and myself. But it's you know this, our world right now is in such a place of fear, and I am so tired of of seeing myself, but seeing others as well who are just dominated by fear. And so we have to ask ourselves, you know, what is the opposite of fear? Well, the opposite of fear is is faith, right? And so I think that we often misunderstand what faith really means. And from what I know and what I understand at a very simple place is that faith is to have is to have hope in something or in, in things that you can't see it, but which are actually true. And so uh, when it comes to Christ, many people believe in him, they believe in a Jesus, but they have a hard time having faith in him, and they have, have, have a hard time living their life in faith according to him. And so I, wanna, I want you all right now at this very moment to, I, wanna, I want you just to, I mean, if you want to close your eyes, you can, I'm not going to say you should, but I want you to just think for a moment that tonight when you go to bed, <clears throat> you fall asleep and you're sleeping just, you know, super, super well, and everything's, everything's fine. And, and, um, as you're laying there, you, you feel as, as any, as all of us have felt before, you feel something, you know, touching you and you can feel your foot being grabbed by somebody. And, and when you wake up, you look up and at the foot of your bed is Christ. And he's standing there looking at you. And if anybody else was looking at you, you know it'd feel kind of creepy, but it's not because it's him. And he's look, so he's looking at you, and he looks at you, and he says, "Listen, I'm hi. First off, hi, how are you?" And and obviously we'd look at him and be overwhelmed and probably not know what to say. But I want you to imagine that for a moment, he looks at you and he says, "Hey, listen, I." Um, I need you to stop a couple things. I know you're worried, and I know this this world is really difficult right now, but I need you to trust me. I need you to know that everything's going to be okay, that I've already overcome the world, and I accept you, and I love you. You are my child, and I've suffered I've suffered greatly for you, and I see you every day walking around your house or going to work, and, and I see you focus so much on your problems, and I see you, I see you focused on your weaknesses, and I see you focused on your, on, on just on your, on your 
bad things on your sins, really. And I see you every day trying to fix them. And then he looks at you and says, fixing those things, just so you know, isn't necessarily repentance. Repentance is and always will be turning to me. And fixing things is also so much about you having faith in yourself. And I've taught you that the first principle of my gospel, of my plan, is faith in me. And so I'm here to tell you that I need you to stop trying to fix everything. And I need you to stop trying to, I need you to stop believing that happiness and joy and healing comes after that you've, after you've fixed everything because it doesn't healing comes in me. It comes when you trust me. And then he says, and looks at you and he says, listen, faith is, faith is much more than what you think. Faith is, faith is to do tomorrow morning or faith is to do right now what you would do if the miracle that you want already occurred. And maybe you look at him and say, wait, can you say that one more time? And he says, yeah, so faith, faith is to do now what you would do if the miracle already occurred. If what you, if what you really long for, if what you wish could happen already had occurred, what would you be doing then? Think about it, right? And I think in that moment of you looking at Christ and him saying, listen, I'll be there. And I, I would love it if he'd look at it. I think, I think he would say to all of us, you know, this is what Peter, Peter's problem was, or this is what people often think about is that Peter didn't, he didn't ask me, how do I walk on water? He didn't, he didn't wait to be perfect so that he could do that. He just did it. He, he focused on, on me. And when he lost focus, he started to sink. But I knew that Peter was wondering, how do I float? How do I walk on water? But the miracle is, is that he can float. And the miracle is he wanted me. And so he just jumped. And I need you to start jumping. I need you to start doing the things that you don't even know how to do. I need you to put yourself in a miracles opportunity. Because if you do, I'll be there. And so I want all of you that are listening to to think about this situation. I hope that you really went there. And, and for a lot of people, it can be a very emotional experience of thinking, is that really true? Is that what Christ would really say to me? Because I believe it is. I believe he wants us to overcome things. I think he wants us to improve. But I, th- I know for a fact that he does not want the purpose of our life to be about our problems. Satan does. Right, that's that's the enemy. Satan Satan wants us to focus on our problems. He wants us to, to to follow his fourth article of faith, which is to have faith in yourself, and and you know, and second to to shame yourself unto repentance. And if, he loves that. Whereas Christ says, "No, turn to me." Faith is having faith in you know. To, repentance is is in me. Faith is turning to me, not to yourself. But immediately Christ is going to say, but I want you to do the thing. I'm going to turn you to the things that create joy. I'm going to turn you to the things that create love and goodness and light. Because with those things, you can fight darkness. And most of you listening, including myself, we fight darkness with darkness all the time. We want to fix ourselves first so that we can then find the reward of Jesus Christ. And he isn't the reward. He's all of it. He's there all the time. And so 
as you as you listen to this, I want you to think about what your miracle is. It's 2021, right? We're just coming, we're coming out of 2020. What a year, right? What a year for many of you, um, myself included. I uh, when the when when 2021 20, rolled around, I there was a lot of emotion in me of of just kind of a exasperation almost of wow, what a what a year that was. What an what an experience that was. And yet it's 2021 and it hasn't really gotten easier. There's really not a lot of difference. If anything, the, the disconnect between us as people, as, as, as fellow humans, is, is bigger than it ever has. But I want you to think about your life. And, and maybe you do think about maybe problems are the things that, that, you, that come to you first. So if you do think about something that in your life that's been really hard, instead of always trying to fix it, I want you to think about what your life would be like if it never was there. If you woke up tomorrow, like he said, and your problem was gone, what would you do then? Those answers are what are called principles of faith, if you will. They're, those are the hope. When the scriptures say that faith is having hope in things that are that are unseen but which are true, the list that you create in your mind of the things that you hope for, those are those are gonna those are your steps of faith. So, for example, if your marriage is having a struggle, right? If your if your relationship is really stressed lately. You might be waiting for your spouse to change. You might have resentment and you might think that until until you've really, you know, resolved the things that you guys have gone through that you're not going to be able to figure it out and fix it. You're wrong. And instead, I want you to think about, okay, if tomorrow you woke up and you and your spouse were just great, right? You guys were so good. You were connected. You 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 were good. The miracle happened. The question is, how would you know? How would you know that the miracle happened? What would be the first evidences of the miracle in that are in you? In other words, if I could watch you tomorrow, what would I see? How would I know that, wow, look, she's she's different. She's 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 experiencing her miracle. This is what she's doing differently. Or he, you know, and, and for a lot of, you know, for example, I think a good example that would happen is, you know, I I if the miracle happened, I think I'd, I would, my first thing would be to, I'd be praying. There'd be a prayer and, and a gratitude of thanks for the day. Thanks for my, my spouse. Thanks for, thanks for everything. There'd be just a gratitude. And I think that there would be affection. I think there would, you would show affection to that person, right? You would, you would, you would look at them in the eyes more. You would serve them. You would do things more. You would, you would, you would be kinder. You, they would make a mistake that day and you just let it go. You wouldn't keep harping on it. Do you see how powerful this is to start seeing that these are solutions? These are the things that some of you have been, you've been searching for all your life of like, how do I do this? How do I figure this out? But you've been blind because really you've been saying, how do I fix it? And the reason that you haven't been able to figure out how to fix it is because maybe God never really ever meant for you to fix it. He meant for you to leave it. And he meant for you to start focusing on what he wants and on what is good for for you and what is healthy. Do you see the subtle difference? It's 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 pivotal that you see that difference. And so, and so as you begin to see, oh wow, okay, if my if my problem wasn't there, if 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 it never was, if it was just gone, this is what I would be doing. 
And my challenge to you now is, is to, is to use the phrase I've been using with so many people, which is start faithing it till you make it. Faith it till you make it. Cause I, as I've used this with people, they they'll say to me, Oh, you want me to like fake it till I make it. And it just, I hated it. I was like, no, it's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. You can't just, you can't fake it, you know, but it's, but it might feel like it's a fake almost. It might feel artificial, but that's just a perspective problem. Cause when you put it in line with what Christ would say, do this and, and I'll show up, step out of the boat. And you don't, you have no idea how I'm going to make you help you walk on water. There could be a whale underneath you and you don't even know. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, do you trust me? Do you trust that I can show up with the miracle that you need? And do you have enough faith in me that, that you'll actually show up? And I think many of us fear showing up. We're, 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 we want the, the answer first. That's not faith. That's not faith. That's, that's knowledge. That's, that's, that's safety. And you know what? Faith isn't safe, so to speak. It requires risk. And I think many of us have a superstition of Christ and, and we struggle actually with a belief or a real faith or our testimony is strong about, about him, but it's not necessarily alive. And I think at this time in 2021 and having, having you know, used many hours in my, to build a podcast before this, there's a, there's a, there's a power in me, there's a, there's a passion in me too that I can't keep my mouth shut anymore, that that diet coke isn't cut, it isn't cutting it anymore. We can't we can't we can't cope with our stuff. For me, I coke zero, I guess, but we can't cope with what's going on with crap, with garbage, with things that are so worldly. It's time for us to make a decision on what do you really believe, and are you willing to try, and are you willing to try to do the things that you would be doing if the problem wasn't there instead of waiting for the problem to not be there for you to take this step of faith, because it wouldn't even be a step of faith, then that's easy, right? Anybody can read their scriptures, if you will, when in life is just cake. What about when it's hard, though? Can we have the faith to do so? So I want you to think about the same thing with like an addiction or a habit. What if you woke up tomorrow and, and your addiction that you've struggled with for so long was never there? It's, it's just gone. For many of you who I'm speaking to, or maybe you know of people, I, I would dare say that you have no idea what your purpose would be. That's how much Satan and has gotten a hold of your mind. And in your own integrity and in your own desire to get better, your life's purpose has, become, has, has come to this, this purpose of overcoming an addiction, to stop stopping an addiction. And I'm here to tell you that that's not a purpose. It's not a purpose. Because when it's done, then what? And so if it wasn't there, this is where it takes faith. If, let's just say you keep relapsing and you keep relapsing and you keep relapsing. relapsing. Your, your, your tendency is going to be to fix it. You're going to want to fix it somehow. You're going you're gonna to focus on it all the time. And you're going to get depressed about it. You're going to get anxious about it. You're going to get frustrated and ashamed of it. The whole thing, I know it. But for a moment, what would happen if he, if again Christ came to you and said, "Hey, I need you to trust me. I need you to start living tomorrow the way you would live if this is gone." Or what if he even said to you, "Listen, you're healed. 
You're healed. It's gone. Then what would you do? What would be the evidence of healing? And are you willing to do it now before the miracle occurs? That is the biggest question of all. And right now in this time of our, of all of our lives, we need faith more than ever before, but not faith in ourselves, faith in Christ. Knowing that as we turn to him and, and ask what it is that we would be doing or could be doing that are, that, that would, that we would be doing if we were already healed, I promise you'll find answers and it'll start to change you. You know, Satan is, he's just such a deceiver. He's such a great deceiver and he wants us so much to focus on what we don't want. And the world today is bombarding us with messages of what isn't good and what we don't want and what you shouldn't want and what you can't want. It's time to take a stand, right? It's time to take a stand and say, what, ask yourself, what is it that I want? Who do I stand for? Who is my why? Instead of what's my why, who is my why? But what is it that I really want? And if you want peace, if you want joy, if you want charity, then I would, I would, I would challenge you with all the love in my heart to stop waiting for things to be fixed to go get those things. Give up waiting. Because no offense, we all kind of stink at life at times. And there's always going to be an abundance of things to, so to speak, fix. And the God that I believe in doesn't necessarily want that. He wants us to focus on what is good. None of us go to a church where all we talk about is hell. We don't. We talk about what to do. We talk about what makes us happy. And we talk a little bit about what, what can hurt us, but mostly it should be about what is, it, what is it that can make us happy? What is it that can create joy and peace? I actually use those words above happy. To me, happy is a little more fleeting. I want peace. And in this time of this world, I think less and less people are wanting happiness and more and more people truly want peace. They just don't know it. And so think about times when you have peace. What are you doing then? And I don't care about all the problems you think are in the way. It's time to start focusing on what you want. I told someone yesterday, it's the same, you know, I love skiing and I love snowboarding. I do both. And one of my favorite things about snowboarding in particular is, is when you get a really good snow, right? And you have good powder and you get above some trees and you can, you can see that if you go through those trees, the powder is really deep and it's, there's, there's, there's certain, it's just fun. It's like a, it's like a, a for me, it's just a playground. Well, I have a decision in that moment to, I got, I got one of two things I can focus on, right? I can focus on, I can focus on the trees as I go through, or I can focus on where I want to go. And as, and all of you that are listening here, you know exactly what happens when you focus on the trees. You hit them. They hurt you. You, 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 you find what you focus on. And so when you, when you focus on problems, guess what? Because we all stink, and that's me putting it lightly, because we all really struggle. We all have so many problems. It's like the dang, the, the line at Walmart when, you know, on, on the day after Christmas for taking stuff back. It's an endless line. Like, and as soon as you take one thing back, it's just the next problem up, you know, next problem. Here we go. 
That's, that's not life. That's not, that's not why we're here. That's not why we are here. It's so bigger than that. We're here for each other. We're here for connection. We're here to build each other, to grow each other. Not just fix. Fixing says you're broken. Okay, when, when, when all we do is, you know, you don't fix, a, you don't fix something that, that, that's whole. You fix broken things. So if all you look at yourself is what you need to fix, you're darn right you're going to start believing that you're broken. And that's the whole goal. of That's Satan's goal. And that you can't be happy until you're not broken. Instead, what if we think of us our, ourselves as whole with Christ? We're whole. And we have things that are, we have defects, but we're not broken. And the more that we focus on our wholeness, the more we focus on growth and, 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 and things that are more infinite in nature, our defects take care of themselves. Every single one of you have seen missionaries, and, or maybe even gone on, many of you have gone on missions, right? I don't care if you're, you're not from my religion or not. You go and serve long enough, you're going to change. Well, did, when you went and served long enough, did you... Did you focus on growth? Did you focus on trying to improve yourself all the time? Or did you just go serve? For most of you, I know that the answer is you just went and served. Well, what happened to you during that time? You grew. And your defects changed. That's called grace. With almost not even noticing. It's because of your focus. And that is our challenge, everyone. That's our challenge of this year. It's our challenge of our lifetime is to choose our focus. And I'm here to tell you that focusing on problems doesn't work. And figuring out why you have problems and where they come from and 16 years ago, why this happened. And now that's, I promise you, you might figure it all out. You might figure out why all of your problems exist, but you're still going to be at a moment of decision of, well, what do I do now? And I'm challenging you to say, Start now. And as you do that, you might figure out your puzzle of your past a little more clearly and quickly, actually, by focusing on what to do now rather than waiting to figure those things out first. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And we're going to keep going with this. We're going to keep going with this. I might even repeat this thing over and over and over again. That's how important it is. I hope and pray that you guys will focus on faith and find find evidences of faith, but focus on what it is that you can do now as if, as if your miracle had already occurred. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you next time.